Here we go. It is Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report brought to you by CD Heating and Air Conditioning. And it's that time of year again when the heat's going to go up and that HVAC unit could go out. Know that you get the right assessment on your unit. City Heating and Air Conditioning. Coop, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. well I was having a conversation of with somebody that covers Tennessee football and we're talking about second year players and how much they might surge. So I want to ask you about that. But first, when you look back at your history, I know you had to add weight and all that sort of thing, but just getting the regimen down of playing college football and going into your second season, how much more comfortable were you after year one? A lot, a lot more comfortable. Um, I think kind of, it's hard as a young guy, as a freshman to not get kind of lost in the shuffle thing. So I think kind of your sophomore to junior year is when you when you take kind of your ste- your next step as a man and kind of figure out how to how to really handle yourself as you know a professional kind of. No, I could I could definitely see that, and you have an entire off season. So let me ask you about some of the guys that are, are going to go into that second year surge top of mode. At least they're they're hoping for, and and one that I just continue to hear buzz about is Dylan Sampson. I know you've got running backs already, but uh, D- Dylan Sampson just looked like a, a star to me last year, and I keep hearing good stuff in the offseason. What do you think? I, I think it's I think it's very you know valid. They're talking about that. I would say he's he's one of the more shifty backs that I've been around, and couple that he's he's you know a great kid and he has really good vision as a running back. So he, he kind of just you know meets all the criteria to be a good back, and I think he'll have a really good year this year, especially if he stays healthy. You mentioned that vision part without getting in, into names. There, there have been guys that didn't have great vision. doesn't matter how physical you are. They're not going to be able to, to have success if they don't have vision. Are there times that a running back makes an offensive line look good as opposed to what we typically think of vice versa? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it. it it's working in conjunction for sure. And, uh, you know, sometimes we probably make people look good. Sometimes they make us look good. It's It's – I mean, it's all, uh, you know, trying to be one working piece. And when, you know, something goes wrong with us, they can pick up some slack. And then when something they not, they may not be as good, we can pick up the slack for them. But, you know, same same thing with the quarterback, you know, dropping back in the pocket. You know, Hendon probably, you know, didn't take any, any you know, sacks that would have been there for a lot of different quarterbacks. So, you know, same way, same way everybody helps everybody out. We're, we're all trying to, you know, make each other look good. Do you block any differently when there's a different running back in the game, whether it's Jalen or Jabari or Dylan, just based off how they run possible cutbacks, do you do anything differently as an offensive lineman based off who's in the game or do you even care? I'm sure there's, there's situations where you probably should block different for certain people, but our, our running back room is a pretty similar group. I would say like, I mean, if you look at the three guys that we have that, you know, have played the most ball for us currently on the, you know, in the running back room, they're, they're all pretty probably on the smaller side and really shifty and, and quick and make people miss. So, you know, we, we've got a, a common theme there. So you probably block the same for them, but you know, there's different sorts of situations where you, you know, change the way you block probably. You know, there was, there was a time when you would hand it to one guy over and over and then one guy would have 30, 35 carries. And this is, before you were, were even born, a couple of teams s- still do that, but that's that's pretty rare. 
to be able to handle that many carries is difficult. How important is it to have – you now have at least three guys that can play at the SEC level. Yeah, right. They they talk about uh, – I think what do they call it? Uh, running back by committee? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's kind of the motion that everybody's kind of going towards, you know. There's not a lot of just one person that gets 35 carries like Alabama used to back in the day when they had, you know, Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry and all of them. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I think it works for us. It works well for us. And, you know, both guys that played a lot last year and Jabari and Jalen, I mean, they both had incredible production, you know, each of them. So it works out really well for us. And then Dylan being healthy this year, you have three – real valuable options going into the game that they can tote their weight. We talked about a couple of defensive linemen last week. One we didn't really touch base on uh, Tyree West as he heads into his sophomore season. How much can, can he help you guys? I know you see him on the defensive line. I I like Tyree a lot. Uh, He's always been one of my favorite young guys that's on the D line group. He, um, you know, he's really hard nosed, smart player, but really, really athletic and strong and plays really well with his hands. So I, I'm not sure what his role will be this year, but I, I do see him getting, you know, good, valuable reps. This is a very informal poll that I did on Twitter. So I didn't I didn't create any sort of uh, trophy for you or anything, but you won oh. a poll question we had. Most important player non-quarterback. It was, it was the official. We need to work on the title. We're workshopping it as we as, as we speak. But to me. what do you think about being the most important non-quarterback on this football team? I mean, you were supposed to be too small to be able to play. Come on, Coop. Yeah, I was an ETSU type player. <laughs> if you no no disrespect to ETSU, but yeah, that's what was that's what they were saying. So. You know, I guess I've I've done pretty well for myself, maybe a little bit. So, yeah. And by the way, you got a shout out um, from Glenn Ellerby talking about uh, Coop's a leader in that group. There's no question about it. Um, and I know you've said you take pride in that a lot, but to hear it from other people publicly, that's got to be pretty gratifying. Yeah, super, super nice. Um, just try to do do what I'm supposed to do. You know, what I'm saying I think that's kind of the role that I found myself in, and you know, whatever role you land in, I think you need to run with it to the best of your ability. So that's what I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, maximize myself. Do you, how much, if at all, do you keep up with your, your, your buddies who are going to the NFL? Um, and do you follow the chatter around where they could get drafted? Definitely. I, I, I pay a lot of attention to it. I, I, you know, guys that I'm close with, I don't really – separate from them like if we go on a different parts of life i always keep up you know with my people but i actually just had dinner with jerome last night so just they're they're in town if if they are i always try to be around them but you know big time keynote right now is darnell where he's gonna get drafted so i'm always on the lookout for stuff like that and just you know seeing how he progresses and all that so the other one that i wanted to ask you about is Hendon Hooker, because th- there's talk now that he could be a top five overall pick. And I know you, you love Hendon, but if we're having this conversation a year ago, you would have called me crazy if I said top five pick. But that's actually being discussed. How awesome is that? It's really great. Um, 
just a, a guy talk about a guy that does everything right and and just can't even really describe the the type of leader and and just football player that he is and how you know just when things are going wrong you everybody could look to him and so I think it's rightful and and you know I think a lot of people disrespected him throughout the process so far and it's really good to see you know the fruits of you know his labor coming out a little bit Cooper I feel like there's there's some people out there that are like almost waiting for the other shoe to drop like they they think there's got to be something wrong with with Hendon Hooker and they're trying to find issues with his game it kind of reminds me a little bit he's a better prospect than Tim Tebow but it reminds me a little bit of Tim Tebow where people just wanted they wanted him to fail because he was so perfect publicly um you know what what, what kind of kind of image do you think he portrays and how does that affect him with Hendon I I think Hendon portrays a great image but I think you know people like you said I think people are just very negative in general and you know, I don't think a lot of people like us being as good as we were last year. I think it kind of messes people up. And I don't know, people are just people are just negative in general. And, you know, I, I think if there's one person that shouldn't deserve that, it's definitely Hendon. So people are tweaking if they're uh, looking at Hendon like he's a negative player, like trying to find anything negative about him. Because I've never been around somebody that handles their business accordingly to the task at hand like he does. Can I can I play you a clip uh, a, a, that Kirby Smart had recently talking about offenses and the difference of them and just get your thoughts on it? I think I saw it. I, I, I think I saw it a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, then I won't play it. Yeah. He alluded to some offenses are easier on quarterbacks. What are your thoughts? I, I, I really can't. I mean, I don't – obviously, I don't believe that, and I'm never going to let anybody slander him, though, but um... – yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, if you have a good quarterback, he's a good quarterback. And the name of the game is the quarterback is getting the ball from your arm to the receiver's hands. And there wasn't very many people in the in the whole country that could even compare to Hendo last year. So I, I think he's I think he's doing well, regardless of what, what school he played at, what offense he played in. I agree. Since you've been at Tennessee, because I hear players saying this more and more, I want to go to Tennessee to get prepared for the NFL. How much has that perception changed since you got I, to Tennessee? I think it's on the way of changing. I think this past year was a really big step. I mean, if you look at the the pro day and the plethora of the scouts and GMs, all the coaches, you can't you can't even compare to what I'm in the last few years. I mean, that's that's a whole different level of of exposure to the whole NFL game. So I, I think we're on the right track. I think it's getting back to where it used to be. And, you know, I think we're going to keep taking steps towards that. You mentioned Jerome Carvin. I was a little bit surprised he didn't get invited uh, to the combine when I asked you about Jerome in particular. This fall report with Cooper Mays is brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. City Heating and Air Conditioning will take care of you if that unit goes down. Maybe it just needs a part. Maybe you don't need it completely replaced, which will cost you thousands of dollars. Integrity Matters, 50 years in the Knoxville area. City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. Where, where are Jerome's spirits right now? Because I, I was surprised he wasn't invited to the Combine, and I think there's a place for him in the NFL. He just has to remember that. I, I, he's in a good spot, in my opinion. I think the most stressful part of the whole pre-draft process is getting pro days and testing and stuff out of the way. So, 
you know, for both Darnell and Jerome, I think they're both relieved a little bit for the most part. And just from here on out, it's just waiting. You've already put in all the all the work. So now it's just waiting and, you know, seeing where the chips fall. Yep. Um, I, I think he's I think he's going to be a strong NFL player. And you talk about Darnell Wright. There's obviously a lot of balls that are going to be represented in this uh, upcoming draft. Um, Cooper, as as far as your backups, uh, Addison Nichols, Ollie Lane, I know you're a leader across the board, but you're also a leader in guys that would need to go if you can't for whatever reason. It What's what's kind of your role with them? What do you, what do you try to teach them about playing center that maybe they don't know? Well, Addy, Addy sits right beside me in the meeting room. So I think my whole – a lot of my job in the meeting room currently is just seeing how he's playing, kind of just critiquing him, holding his feet to the fire and everything and making sure, you know, where I stand on things because I it's, – it's, it's really hard, honestly. I, I've talked about it a lot. and Center is just such a niche – Spot, and it's it's really hard to understand. So helping hand, see see, kind of expose what I'm thinking and how I see things, and just kind of show them the way a little bit. And is that by design? You guys sit together, or did he say I want to sit next to you, or did he say you need to sit next to me? How'd that work? I don't. I don't even. I don't know exactly how it got started. <laughs> it's it's probably for the best. And what do you and what do you think of Ollie? what he's been able to do. I, I love Ollie. You know, me and him. I, I've always been a big fan of Ollie because, you know, he's a hometown hero, you know, hometown guy, the, a Gibbs Eagle. So, I, I, me and Ollie are tight, um, hanging out every day right now at practice. So, it's good stuff. He's He's got to be living the dream, like you, to be a hometown guy. Is he, is he like the mayor of Gibbs or – Man, I don't know. I've never been out there with him, but I'm sure he'll get the, the key to the city at some point. So, I mean, I just want to be there to watch him accept it. <laughs> That's right. Crowd, tens of thousands are there to yeah. watch Ollie accept the uh, the key to the city. But it, it, it does bring up the interesting question of uh, the interior guys. We talk a lot about the tackles, but who have you been Im- impressed with in, in spring camp? Is it those guys or is it anybody else that's kind of blown you away? Yeah, they they look good. Sprague's look good. Um, Lampley's look good. Andre, Andre's really impressive with, with his athleticism. He moves really well, so that's always good. He had a good finish today and one of the big runs. Um, just continuing to take steps. Everybody's Everybody's just trying to, you know, just getting better at one thing each day. So I've seen a lot of good stuff. There's there's been a lot of growth there for sure. From from day one to where we are now, there's been exponential growth. So I'm I'm happy with how it's going. Well, and for the second year too, you guys essentially flip flop your offensive line going into the season. That seems unusual and unorthodox, but it's obvious that it worked last year. Yeah, it's. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's what best. It's what's best for the team. So. Trying to figure that out, playing with different parts, you know, there's there's no shame in shuffling guys around and seeing where the puzzles land, you know. So we're trying to trying to just be the best for the team that we can be. The most important non quarterback ball is Cooper Mays on our very unofficial off the hook sports ball. So there we go for City Heating and Air Conditioning, CityHeatAndAir.com. That's the ball report with Cooper Mays, and we'll continue to break down. Uh, uh, spring practice as we continue to talk to Cooper. The orange-white game is just a few days away. Remember, 
It's City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. Integrity matters.